Welcome to the Infertile Mafia. That's Sarah. And that's Kayla. It's National Infertility Awareness Week. And the theme this year is hashtag infertility uncovered. We have had some great guests on the podcast over the past year. That's right. We've been out for a whole year now. We're so old. I know, right? We're learning to walk. Uh, We're eating solid (laughs) foods. Yeah. Uh, We might have a few words that we can actually say. Like We're growing some teeth. Our hair is a little longer. Yep. It's maybe has a few curls, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. We've had some great guests on the podcast that have uncovered lots of different aspects and perspectives on infertility. So we thought this week we wanted to give you an episode every day um, for National Infertility Awareness Week and give you updates on some of our mafia members that we've included on the podcast and share some highlights from their interviews. There are some good updates. Yeah, there are. Yeah. So... Without further ado, enjoy the special bonus episode from your mob bosses of the Infertile Mafia. All right, so this episode is from the clips from this episode are from our interview with Cassie. Were you with me on that one? Yeah, you were. Yes, I was. Let me remind you, Sarah, I am your co host. <laughs> Well, sometimes we do interviews by ourselves. You know, usually teasing. do the I'm interviews teasing. by yourself. Yes. Cassie's episode was on crowdfunding and fundraising for IVF because she was in the midst of fundraising for her IVF. And the update on her is she just had her twins. That's and right. Yeah. Congratulations, Cassie. Congratulations. She's probably not listening to no, this right she's now. <laughs> definitely not listening to this right now. When she came on the show, it was episode 27, I think. When she came on the show, she was she hadn't even started IVF. Or no, she was stimming. So, she's yeah. come a long way since well, then. Well, she she had a crazy complication from IVF that I've never heard of anyone having this happen. I haven't either. Add it to the list of delays that you don't expect. Yeah, they perforated her bladder during egg retrieval. Uh, That's crazy. How does that even happen? But and then it it delayed her quite a bit, like to yeah from doing a transfer, right? Yes, she was going to do a fresh transfer, but she ended up doing a frozen. And she probably would have just transferred one if they would have done a fresh, but like they decided to do two and now they're having twins. Had twins. Had twins. twins. Sorry, it's still, I feel like she's still pregnant, (laughs) but she's not. (laughs) Like she just had twins. They're super fresh. They are brand new. Brand new, like a couple, a day or two. Yeah. 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 She had twins just just for National Infertility Awareness Week. They wanted to get in on the fun. That's yep. right. <laughs> yeah. We also, in that episode, uh, you and I came up with some <laughs> um, creative ways to raise money. 
<laughs> or find free meds. And your um, would you rather questions for Cassie were so cringy. So Ugh. if you don't like cringy would you rather questions, just skip the end of this. They were cringy. They were super cringy. A lot of things were dirty, like actual dirty, not like like sexual dirty. dirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're into that, <laughs> stay Keep tuned. Listening. Yeah, enjoy this clip from Cassie. You know, what other skills do I have that I can, what else can I do? Yeah. What can you add in to supplement what you're already your doing? Income? Yes. And don't, I mean, ask your family, which could be awkward. Not everybody would want to do that. And it depends on the relationship you have. But what's the worst thing they're going to say? No. Yeah. And it hurts your pride a little bit. <laughs> like, how bad do your parents want grandkids? <laughs> That's my question. There you go. Put it on That's them. what you should ask your yeah. parents. How bad do you want grandkids? Yes. <laughs> Help me make this happen for you. Right. Right. Put it on them. Like, turn it into their issue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's a genetic thing, you could just full out blame them. Yeah. You could really lay on the guilt thick. Look what you did. With your crappy genetics. <laughs> Thanks, Mom, for giving me PCOS. Right. Yeah, basically, she blame, listens to this. Blame your family and then demand money from them. <laughs> <laughs> and if that doesn't work, you could resort to blackmail. There you go. <laughs> We're just kidding. But bribery. I mean, there's. Yeah, bribery. There's this is the mafia, the- after all. So <laughs> <laughs> You could break some fingers. Some kneecaps. Get a cigar cutter. Mm-hmm. They're a little pinky in there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Don't do that, though. Don't do that. Uh, a way to get meds. Uh, you There's this thing on Instagram called IVF Candy Search. Wink, wink. The hashtag. This is like the black market. Mm-hmm. I am not promoting this. No, I'm just we're, saying. We're just talking out. about it. I've seen it. I've never used it. But and maybe if you're open on YouTube about what you're going through, someone might see it and be like, hey, I have some meds left over. I'm not going to do anything with. I will send those to that person who is talking about doing IVF themselves. There you go. That's one so, good thing about being open. Because yeah, yeah, people might be like, "Hey, we'll they, give you my leftover meds." They might want to share their candy with you. Yeah. Um, but another thing that you could ask your clinic about, or just do a Google search for, is like IVF trials. Uh, which would be like if they're trying to test a new med or trying to do test a new some type of something. <laughs> a lot a of times, way to do uh, monitoring. I saw a trial that tests saliva. Oh, that seems like it would be easy to do. Yeah, instead of doing the blood monitoring, oh. they test saliva. 
I don't know. I'm guessing during the trial they would do both. Yeah. Right. To compare. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there's trials out there like that and they might compensate you. Yeah. Most trials are going to, they you get something out of it, whether it's like, yeah, they pay you directly or maybe discount a treatment that you're doing. Um, you could also look into IVF grants. Those exist as well. Uh, their resolve.org resolve.org has lists of IVF grants. And another one that my um, RE told me about was First Steps, which is financial aid for fertility medication. So the website is fertilitybydesign.com uh, backslash, or is that front slash? Uh, I think it's backslash. Backslash. I don't. I can never tell the backslash forward slash. I'm pretty sure those are because that's the normal slash. Yeah, I don't know what the normal slash is. It's like I've never to this day. I'm 35 and I still can't do greater than or less than signs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a backslash. Okay, fertility greater than. Yeah. Wants to eat the number. I know. So many people have tried to explain it to me, and I'll kind of remember it for a while, and then I forget. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, is it... It's not like you're ever going to use it. Is the point part... I do need it a lot. Is the point part the the alligator's mouth? Or is it the the open part, his mouth? The open part is its mouth. And he's eating the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fertilitybydesign.com backslash first steps. And it has an application on there that you can fill out to receive financial aid. They take your household income and other factors into consideration and do that accordingly. Um, so, And I think it just covers medication, right? And I think it covers medication at certain pharmacies yes um like walgreens specialty pharmacy is where i think i used it okay there's other programs too so it it might depend on your pharmacy um something to ask your pharmacy if there's some sort of discount program most ivf medications come from a specialty pharmacy yeah, and this this uh, specific one, the first steps one, is only for people who are one hundred percent cash pay patients, which is a lot of people, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So that is also an option. Um, and then the last one is loans and credit cards, which is probably. Your worst option, but one that a lot of us have to do. Yeah, I wouldn't suggest this one out of all the options, like especially credit cards. Like getting a new credit card just to pay for IVF. Yeah. It's a slippery slope, my friends. Yeah. I mean, you you can rack up some (laughs) debt real fast with IVF. Mm Mm-hmm. But it is an option. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the Dave Ramsey Mm -hmm. financial freedom? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if that would go, that sort of thing would go on this list, but you could 
try that program, he kind of tells you how to be frugal and save money. So I guess if you're looking for a guide on how to save money, even in your current state of however you're spending your money, whatever. But uh, <laughs> Which is a good like thing for all of us to know how to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, IVF is a huge financial strain for the majority of people. So it's like one of those things that you can control as far as your spending habits. So if you have that, like, if you've got that under control... I think that's a good thing. It's like one less thing to feel like is spiraling out of your control if you've got your finances like more in order than if you just spend whatever you want on, you know, or if you spend like money as soon as it comes in. Yeah. Probably not so great for saving up for IVF. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So let's pick it back up with Cassie. So you may know Cassie Moon from YouTube or follow her TTC journey on Instagram. Cassie and her husband were married in 2011 and immediately started trying to conceive. Starting in 2012 to 2017, both Cassie and her husband had fertility testing done here and there, but with marital issues and not seeing eye to eye on treatment plans that put a damper on moving forward and making real progress with fertility treatments. Since October, 2017, Cassie and Brandon have been seriously trying to conceive through IUI. And right now they are doing their first round of IVF and Cassie is on day, I want to say seven or eight. It's day Sims. eight. Yeah. Day eight. How are you feeling? I'm feeling fine, actually. Today's a good day. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Is it because you're talking to us? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's it. So to do IVF, you did fundraising. Yes. And you have also done fundraising for other people's IVF. Right? Correct. Yes. <laughs> so you kind of know what you're talking about when it comes to crowdsourcing types of fundraising. I think that's awesome that you have helped other people do crowdfunding and crowdsourcing to help them pay for IVF. And now people were able to return the favor. Yeah. That's, that's like the infertility community is so great. It really is. Yeah. So just, like, just so everybody understands what we're talking about, crowdfunding or crowdsourcing is a financing method that involves funding a project with relatively modest contributions from a large group of in individuals rather than seeking a large group of a large amount of money from a small number of people. Um, the funding campaign and transactions are typically conducted online through dedicated crowdfunding sites often in conjunction with social networking. Why did you choose the method that you did? Let us know about that. Um, we chose Facebook for me. Um, we kind of thought that it would be a better way to reach everybody because everyone has Facebook and you can just, it notifies you when someone comments or makes a post. So it's constantly keeping that traction on the Facebook feed. Um, and it had the same percentage as um, GoFundMe and 
you caring. So we thought it'd be the better way to reach people and get more word out there. So Facebook has its own method of raising funds is what you're saying. You right. You have to use an outside right. company or whatever. Yeah. So Facebook actually has their own um, fundraiser page, I guess you'd say. And it um, you connect your bank to it and you j- it just deposits to your bank. It's super easy and less stressful. So I loved it. Do you feel like you need to update more since people did donate to you? I do, but honestly, for me in our journey, we're so open with it. Everyone knows what we're going through and I've kind of made it my mission for people to understand IVF and infertility because it is that world where people are scared to talk about it or ashamed. And I mean, it's embarrassing. Some parts are like, man, this really sucks that I have to do this. Um, but I think it's awesome to know that people are giving me, sending me messages saying, I didn't have any idea that this was a real life problem. And so through my fundraiser, people are learning that this isn't like a taboo subject. It's real life. I did actually get a message from someone last night after my live video on Facebook. Um, she was a friend of mine and I had no idea. And she's like, I, I haven't told anyone. It's only my husband and I that know that we're dealing with this. And it's kind of sad to me that people have to hide it. So. Yeah. You've been really open about it. So do you think that that has made people more likely to donate to you since they know that you are struggling with something like this? Yeah. I mean, if I were to just say, Hey, we're struggling to have a baby, donate some money. I think it'd be different than people seeing our everyday struggle, like the real life. Like this isn't fun. I'm emotional. I'm crazy. I'm not feeling the best. And people are seeing that. So I think it does make it a little bit better. Some of those other sites we, I was just referencing um, that you can also use for crowdfunding are things like youcaring.com, gofundme.com, teespring.com, and bonfire.com. So they're all a little bit different. The first two I mentioned, I think those are just straight fundraiser sites, right? And they do have like, they're going to take a percentage but they're hosting it for you. So they got to take a chunk, but then Teespring and bonfire are like, well, you should talk about that. Cause you got a lot of experience for um, like merch sales, right? Yes. Those are t-shirt campaigns. So you set your price and depending on how many you sell is how much you make. So if you only sell five, like, you set your price at $21 per shirt. You only sell five shirts. You're only going to be making $4 per shirt. So you'll make like $20. But the more shirts you sell, the more you make per shirt. And I feel like people, some people, maybe like me, are more likely to buy something mm-hmm. instead of just donating straight money. Yeah. Yes. Because sometimes I feel weird about that. Well, and then they like feel like they're just buying a t-shirt too. Yeah. And the great thing about the t-shirt is it's a walking ad for whatever you're trying to raise awareness for. So when people say, what is this baby moon you're waiting for? <laughs> now you can talk to them about it. Yeah. 
Uh, we have a great, speaking of insurances, we have a great website to share with everybody. Sarah found this, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's called fertilityiq.com. And wow, it's like such a great website. So it's going to break down like fertility coverage, insurance coverage in the United States, um, and like average cost of IVF per uh, like the area of the country. It's just like gives a lot of really great information. And one thing I really like about it is it talks about the industries that have the best coverage and it even lists like, this says the 2017, 2018 employers with the most generous IVF coverage. So you can even go see if uh, you're, you know, like if you're looking for a career change or you're trying to decide if you want to work for Facebook or Pinterest, they both cover four cycles of IVF with PGS testing. So I thought it was, it's a great website. It has a lot of really awesome information. All right. So we are going to do out of the box with Cassie. We have her back and we're going to play a little game of would you rather? (laughs) And the questions are from a Buzzfeed quiz that's called no girl can make it through these 11 questions without cringing. All right. So Cassie, would you rather have to wear in a painful pair of new shoes all day or walk around all day in mom jeans that are riding up your crotch? Oh, um, wow. (laughs) Uh, maybe the mom jeans. No, that's nope. Neither. (laughs) You can't pick neither. You have to pick one. Okay. I'll pick. I'll pick the shoes. Pick the shoes. Good choice. You've done it before. Yeah, I've done it before. It's fine. Beauty before pain. Or beauty <laughs> is pain. <laughs> I think you got to go with the shoes at all costs to avoid camel toe. True. <laughs> camel toe and jeans. Ugh. You it's not imagine. a good look. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would you rather... have a UTI like sting whenever you pee for a month or have really bad period cramps every period for three months period cramps yeah I feel like that's my life yeah that's normal this is already everyday life (laughs) yeah Yeah. would you rather is that all the women with endometriosis are like um excuse me they're offended by that yeah for real huh (laughs) Uh, the internet agrees with you. Cool. Would you rather <laughs> wear the same dirty thong for three days in a row <laughs> or not be able to wipe after peeing all day and not have a chance to change your underwear? Ew. Um, <laughs> I guess the dirty underwear. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go with that one. Too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. You're in a sterile. I'd go with not wiping. Oh, I don't know about that one. Wait, so which one did you pick? The dirty thong or the dirty underwear with not wiping? Oh. See, they're both... They're the same. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll move on. We'll move on. Would you rather 
have itchy pubes but not be able to scratch them. <laughs> oh my god. Or feel an eyelash in your eye but not be able to get it out. Eyelash in my eye. Oh. I don't know. I think I'd go with the pubes. Really? Oh. I've had an eyelash be stuck in my eye for a day and I made a blood vessel burst in my eye and I look scary. So. Yeah, that is painful. Been there, done that. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> but nothing worse than an itchy pube though. <laughs> yeah. And then it's uncomfortable and awkward and you can't itch it in public. Weird. Oh. Weird. Doesn't that happen when you guys shave? No? Just me? Well, yeah. Sometimes. <sighs> to be a girl. <laughs> Would you rather rip off a hangnail or pull out an ingrown hair on your bikini line? Hmm. Uh, oh, gosh. That one's both are very painful, but probably ingrown nail. Oof. It does sound painful. Yeah. If you have to have a C-section, be prepared for a lot of ingrown hairs around. <laughs> oh, jeez. Really? Things yeah. you don't things think that, about. Things they don't tell you. No, That's you true. get a you get a free wax job too, or I did when they took the bandage off. Hey. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and a free landscaping before I bet they charged for it. Probably. <laughs> okay. Would you rather take out a dry tampon or rip off a pad that's gotten stuck to your pubes? Dry tampon. Yep. Ow. I know. Yep. That's just life. Yeah. These are would you rather's that have happened. I bet. <laughs> and they're all making me cringe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Would you rather catch your nail on a razor while shaving or accidentally pinch your skin while tweezing a hair? I've done both. Me too. So maybe pinching my, while tweezing my yeah, hair. That's, that's what I would go with too. Because the blood under the nail, not fun. Nope. No. Mm -mm. And what, what if your nails are looking nice and you just ruin it? By... I've done that. And I was so mad. <laughs> yeah, so much like injury with, with uh, <laughs> being a girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather be constantly pooping on your period, or passing loads of blood clots on your period? <sighs> what? Where did you find these? Are <laughs> these are really weird? Buzzfeed. I feel like this is my life. I mean. <laughs> If I'm being honest, when I'm on my period, I already go number two all the time. So I'll pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 36% of the internet agreed with you. Hmm. Yeah. Would you rather go commando in a skirt for three days or go commando while wearing the same dirty jeans for three days? <sighs> Commando. What is it with the dirty stuff? <laughs> Commando in the skirt. Me too. Let yeah. it breathe. Let it breathe. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Would you rather get your hair stuck in the back of a hair dryer or accidentally zip up a 
bit of skin while putting on a tight dress. Oh my gosh. Zip up skin. I don't want to lose my hair. (laughs) (laughs) You worked hard for that. Yes. (laughs) This is the last one. Okay. Would you rather Mm. have a fart bubble in your labia that you can't wiggle out? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or have a wedgie at the front that you can't pull out? (laughs) Wedgie. Yeah. uh... (laughs) And that's the end. I mean... Farts in general are embarrassing. Vagina farts are really <laughs> embarrassing. Well, there's a name for them. What? Creeping. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ew. Yeah. Don't you remember that from, like, middle school, Cassie? I haven't heard that in so long. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> interesting. Or I guess high school. Whatever. Yeah. You know. I think that's when I learned what it was. Like, middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Middle schoolers. <sighs> well that was our episode with cassie on ways to get money for ivf yeah thanks so much for joining us cassie yeah thanks for having me this was fun that's it for today Join us again soon for another episode. That was so cute, Sarah. That's it for today. (laughs) That's all, folks. (laughs) Yibba, yibba, yibba. (laughs) In the meantime, if you need more, join our closed Facebook groups called The Infertile Mafia and The Infertile Mafia Bosses and Babies. And that Facebook group is for um, anyone who has gone through infertility but maybe now is pregnant or adopting or doing surrogacy, anything that's kind of after the infertility but you're still infertile, you're kind of in that limbo. Um, and of course, um, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, give us a rating and review if you like the show. You can email us at infertilemafia at gmail.com and you can find us on Instagram at infertilemafia podcast speaking of emails did you see that one email we got from some random person that said i need money send me money (laughs) yes guys please don't send us emails that say send me money we don't have any no you should know this we're infertile we don't have (laughs) money (laughs) and not money to send to random people on the internet But you can send us an email about infertility stuff if you want. Absolutely. If you want to let us share some kind of unique experience or something unique about you, a good jerk-off room story, anything like that, we love, we love, love, love hearing from Mafia members. So absolutely email us. But don't ask us for money because we don't have any. Hey, thanks again for joining us today on the Infertile Mafia. Bye. Bye.